Welcome back, Deckheads, to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus, the only podcast dedicated to growing the game that we all love. Tonight's episode, we are going to dive a little bit further into Team USA, uh, less than a month. About, about from, three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks from Bratislava here. So we're going to uuh, take a look at the final roster and kind of what's to be expected there overseas. And we wish them the best of luck. But first, uh, it is playoff time. And yes. although... At many of the leagues, it's still double elimination, so there's still a lot of teams fighting, a couple of good teams even in the losers' brackets, and uh, we've made our predictions and things like that. There hasn't been quite enough development for us to really dive deep, uh, so that'll probably be coming up on a, on a future episode. But the women's playoffs have wrapped up, yep. so who's our who's our winner uh, in the women's? Uh, we're going to have to say congratulations to the rental guys. Congratulations. Uh, so, yeah. Nice work, ladies. They... It was what tied five five with uh, about a minute on the clock. Yeah, it, it was more. It was a come behind. Um, the rental guys down two goals in the third period. Actually, more than that. Um, Dropkick jerky came back, uh, scored the first two, put them put them up by two, and then got six seven minutes left in the game. The rental guys kind of turned it around. Ashley uh, Dexter you know, with an absolute buzzer beater. Yeah, ten seconds left. Yeah, and then uh, I'm gonna call it the momentum swing too. About just at the seven minute mark and they came back. Yeah. They really finished out that game. Great. So congratulations to all of them. And uh, we'll see what's to be had there. Uh, D one is down to you guys. Nope. We lost. Oh no. Yeah. You guys lost to duck city. So it's duck city versus crew, Yep. which I mean, that's going to be a heck of a match. Nikki's out with a, a broken hand. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we lost a crew and they didn't even have a stone and Kramer. Yeah. So, I mean, they're firing on all cylinders. Harvey looked really good, but a lot of their more so role players have stepped up and played really well. But I just, there's so much going on with Duck City that you never know what they're capable of. They've got so much experience. They're a bit of an older team, but those guys play. We played, we went 0-2 in the playoffs in our best of three series with them and both came down to one goal games. Yeah. So they're, they're primed for the playoffs. They're, they're competitive and they're playing to win. Yeah. But so we'll, we'll see what's to be had. But again, congratulations to the rental guys. Let, let's talk about Team USA, man. I, I'm so pumped for Bratislava yeah. just to see what I'm you, just you know, I'm another not to sleep that week, you know, another year in too. I mean, they had so much success uh, last time and, you know, it's just going to be great to see what they've grown. So we finally got the roster dialed in. So we've got that pulled up for you here. Uh, do you want to start off with goalies? Of course. Absolutely. So Freiberger who apparently we're not good enough to win with Freiberger in net because we had him in D1 and we still lost to a <laughs> shorthanded crew. Uh, but so they got Fry back in net, and if he plays anything like he did in the summer tournament, good luck to you. Yeah, it, I think Fry is definitely in the pole position there coming out with the uh, number one goalie. And with the team that we're looking at that they're going to put in front of him, I think offensive, defensively, it's going to be – a lot different than what you saw in the playoffs and it's going to be more summer tournament. And like you said, if he plays anywhere close, like he did in the summer tournament, it's going to be a difference maker. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, hopefully he's in top form for that with Marty as his backup yep. as well. So I'm going to say player coach there, general manager, Marty Filion and backup goalie. Absolutely. So, I mean, from, from the back looking forward, we're, we're already set in that. Uh, but who I'm glad to see, is Charlie Gerace Absolutely. on the team. I mean, he has really shown up in regular season play. I mean, he's tough, but
but he's got composure, I think, which is a, a big deal. He's a tough, gritty player. He's a more of a pure defenseman, but he's smart. He plays. He doesn't try to force a game either. You know, yeah. he'll take it back. He'll hit the reset button on a rush and bring it all the way back to, the, yeah. you know, and like let's restructure the breakout. Not working. So I think really for Charlie, I didn't. See, he wasn't on my radar coming in. I you know in the spring. Agree. But then in the summer tournament playing with Rightway, he was the best player on that team. Yeah. Like. He really showed up, and we've seen the play, you know, in the season here. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say right now, Charlie's probably top five players in the Quad Cities. Yeah, I, I, I could maybe argue around that, but definitely Charlie is one of the top players. But so I think one of the most important things when it comes to the three-on-three three is getting the third man, the D-man, as part of the rush. Yeah. Because uh, if you get sleepy on the back end, you're basically playing shorthanded, and Charlie's one of those guys that will – kind of quarterback it from the back end. And if you have that guy, that's not afraid to crash from the point and get in the mix and you got to bring all three guys to the offensive, mm-hmm. you know, so you have that firing power to score. Cause I, th- I think that's what it takes, especially uh, at the high levels. But so let's keep running through the roster well, before we talk too much about Charlie. <laughs> well, and I think that's a good point. And I think that's what they have with our, with the next guy here, which Chris Harris, I'm not exactly as familiar with him. Yeah, as Chris Harris be. is from Springfield. Okay, that's uh, maybe why. Yeah, and you know, defensive big boy. He's a he's another player like Charlie Gerace, but he's a physical player. But he he's an offensive defenseman. He will get down. He will get deep. He will go the you know corners and be that outlet pass. And he's not afraid to do it. So we played against him in against the Nordiques. That's right. That's right. And then he played uh, with Waterloo in D1. Okay. In the summer tournament. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yep. and then Springfield with, with the amount of games in such a short period of time, you need these bigger guys that can take the abuse and, and dish it out as well. Um, so I would say both of them definitely fill that role. But that excellent point and a great segue here, but I think we kind of have the opposite of that in our, in the next two defensemen on the list in Austin Jackson and Perry. I think Perry's tough. Perry's no, they're definitely tough. Perry's a tough guy, but he I would say if there's one thing that I would like to see from him is joining the rush maybe a little bit more, but he's such a force when you're in the corners, when when you're in that defensive oh, mindset, he's a great penalty kill guy like he's a scrappy player and he's not afraid to go to the corners, but he's a different player than Charlie and Chris Harris. Absolutely. And then absolute bomb for a shot too. Yeah. Get it off a little quicker. Maybe <laughs> less, less clappers from Perry. No, he did. He can't do that. There's, only, <laughs> there's only clappers. <laughs> there's um, only clappers. But uh, rounding out the decor there, um, Austin Jackson from Waterloo um, grew up in Waterloo. He's playing UW stout right now. That's right. So I, I know uh, Marty personally knows the coach up there. So I don't know if we worked a, a little deal over break or if, um, you know, coming up on Thanksgiving break in the, School's just out and they weren't playing games. So Well, it's good to see these guys prioritizing deck because that's really what we need is commitment from high-level players in order to be able to field a team that can go and compete overseas. So Definitely. Uh, that's amazing. But then, obviously, the mainstays of the team, sort of your foundation there, are going to be Pat and Nick, who are going to put up points galore, I'm sure, and they'll have their, themselves probably a pretty nice highlight. Uh, Nick, nursing a bit of an injury right now. Do you think that's going to be an issue? Well, right now, Nick and John Scully are on the roster, but... Scully playing for the Quad City Storm might not go. This is the initial submission of the roster, and this is what they wanted, but there's still changes that could be made. They're rostered on the team, but Scully for sure won't be traveling based on where we stand right now. 
Nick, I think, may be a wild card there with his injury. Yeah. Um, you know, he's out four to six weeks. So that might put him in a position where he could go. But prior to that, he was on the roster but not going to Bratislava. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Nick goes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the inner workings on how these guys' contracts play out with the teams and all this other stuff. I mean, I don't know the logistics behind all that, but I think when it comes down to it, Nick is hungry and he wants to compete at that high level. And well, I mean, it, it might sound dumb to say, but I think that he prioritizes Deck more than he prioritizes Ice. I, and yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think Deck is his, his game. That's yeah. what he wants. Um, the, big, the bigger note there in... Nick, if he does not go or can't play because of that injury, is going to be a huge loss. He led in points in Montreal. Yeah. He led in goals. He led in points. So he was, how many times do we say it? 6-1 for MVP. Yeah. Like, he he put the team on the back offensively when he had to. And if he can't go, that's going to be a huge gap to fill. Well, and it's it's the same with Pat and, and Nick alike. They, they hate to lose, and they put the team on their back, and they'll – do what it takes. I mean, like the amount of just determination that follows those guys is they'll just, they want to win so incredibly bad. And I mean, that's why they sort of lead the squad, you know, but so hopefully we do get to see Nick play. Uh, but let's keep her moving here uh, with Josh Lodato. Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to see a mud bug and some of the Southern talent. Uh, Cause they've been a mainstay at the summer tournament. We still have the hot sauce jersey looking us in the eye here in the studio. It looks great. We got our frame, so we appreciate that. But uh, adding Lodato to the roster is a, a bit of a, a late add, too, but I think he's a good, strong player. I think he's going to contribute well. Yeah, he's more. He's a smaller guy, more of a wheels, hands kind of player. Uh, played with Louisiana last year. Yeah. And obviously in the summer tournament, and they clearly were a good team. Right, and, and we've got the size that we need Yeah, with a lot of these guys that we were talking about earlier on, and we've got some banger guys coming up that are, you know, heavy hitters, and having a more nimble kind of fluid player is, you know, that offensive productivity, hopefully, that we see out of that. So that's that's a great add as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Manke, who is Waterloo? Waterloo. Okay, that's what I thought. So t- tell us about Tyler. Uh, I mean, Tyler's just been a mainstay player. Uh, I don't personally know him. Um, just kind of played against him a little bit in Waterloo in the tournaments. He's, I would say, more of an under-the-radar player. You don't 100% notice that he's out there, but yet he's putting up three, four, five goals game. Right, like, right. So one of those guys that doesn't have a highlight reel, but he helps you have one. You know, like exactly. they always say a good players make the players around them better, and he sometimes it's a thankless job and somebody's got to do it. Yeah, so. I, I think if I were to kind of summarize – Tyler Manneke in like, if this was like fantasy, he would be the best fifth, sixth round pick. Everybody would just overlook him, but he's going to put up three, four, five points a game. Right. Like he's a very under the radar guy and he's a great player. Inconsistency. Yep. Consistency is big where like, uh, maybe a guy like Pat or Nick where they'll have a six goal game and then they'll have, you know, maybe a one point game and they'll go through that boom and bust where they're slumping and then they're super hot and then they're on fire and then they cool off. Like he's a, It's good to have some consistency yeah. like that. Like I think Perry is another player mm-hmm. like that that kind of dishes and is consistent over time versus having peaks and valleys. Yeah, I, I think Tyler's definitely a two-way player. I, I, I like to say he plays more between the dots. Yeah. Like, you know, he's both sides. He's he, thinking. Yep. But so Scully, so we were talking about Nick with his injury and the storm and Scully, uh, Scully and him have played together out on the East coast for a bit Mm -hmm. and now both part of the storm. And we actually watched, uh, 
in the first game ever for the storm, their inaugural game, Scully getting a lot of ice time there. So, I mean, he looks like he's in top form. So hopefully, like I said, I don't know a ton about the logistics behind how their ice careers can translate into deck, but I really hope that Scully can make it. Cause that's yeah. a freaking hockey player, bud. Absolutely. And I, with Nick and losing Scully is going to be a big loss. So it Scully cannot make the trip. And right now it doesn't look like he can, who's going to fill that role. And that's a big role to fill. Well, hopefully we can get him on there. We need a little bit of that ginger beard going on too. I mean, that's a tough look. Yeah, that's intimidation factor, baby. But speaking of intimidation factor, Swish, Swish, baby, hometown. Yeah, uh, Swish, I think is he's a gritty player. He definitely more of a defensive based, and you you can't push him around. He's gonna do what he wants to do, and he's gonna do what he has to do. He's got himself a little bit of a swagger, I think, ever yeah. since the summer tournament. He showed up big in the summer tournament. He was huge he's, in the summer tournament, and he's translated that pretty well into regular season play and he's found another notch you know he was one of those bubble guys where i was you know i didn't think he was a bad ad but you know he's definitely room for improvement and i would say of those bubble guys he's one that i like lock it in oh for sure and and 100 on the summer tournament he was the best player on that line between womack and bobby Oh, big time. But what I what I think I've seen... And those are two good-ass yeah, players. Exactly. Like, to shine above those two, yeah. I mean, that's really saying something. Well, one of the big things, I think, for Swish, and maybe I didn't realize it before, didn't notice, and I've subbed a few games with his two-plus team, is just his focus on leadership right now and developing other players. Right. Like, he's putting a lot of effort into that. That's true. Because yeah, so, he's maybe been a tempered guy a bit in the past, but we've, I've seen... Well, maybe the other night he got <laughs> booted from a game, but I really don't know if that was really his fault or not. But he's he's kept it kept it uh kept a lid on it maybe is what i'm trying to say there but he's got it between the ears a little little more than he has in the past but he's got he's in he's in freaking shape bud like he doesn't get tired at all like playing against him is is ruthless because he just he'll just he'll beat you down he's one of those guys that can go the distance well and i think swish is probably the proverbial again two-way player you want him to play defense? He can play defense. He can do it well. You want him to go score some goals For and sure. set up offensively? He can do that as well. Well, and if we need somebody to pull into that role, like you we were saying, that Scully might leave a gap, I'd say they're a similar style player. I think I would prefer Scully over Swish, but if you have to take... If you have to take a replacement, Swish will do just fine yeah, for you. Not a bad. Hell yeah. But so then Womack, kind of rounding out Whoa, the forwards Mike. there. What do you think? Boot him? No, I think Womack's a good ed. You want to boot him? <laughs> I say boot him. No way. No, Womack's tough. No, he's Wom- a tough cookie. He's a competitor, too. Like, it, you know, he kind of has a, for the lack of a better term, the appearance of a lackadaisical attitude yeah. coming into a game. But when it's time to play. That won't go overseas. No. Nope. Right? Womack, if. <laughs> Womack if was- Womack sees any playing time at all, he'll take it more seriously than he's ever taken any game in his entire life. <laughs> and that's the one thing that I think maybe he's missing in regular season is the, you know, this is go time. This is the most important thing that I'm ever doing, you know, and we're, I, we'll kind of trick ourselves into the, this is literally the most important game of my entire <laughs> life. And it's like a D2 plus on a Wednesday. Exactly. And, but uh, I think that when he flips that switch, it's, it's going to be go time. Yeah. And, and Womack's definitely a guy who can do that. I, I think in the summer tournament, he played really well with that line again with Swish and Bobby. I, you know, he, he's definitely going to be a role player here. A yeah. guy that you can play defensively, a guy you can put up a, you know, to, kill some time on offense but he's a guy that's gonna show up and do his job and he's gonna do it well yeah but no i'd like to see him be a little more aggressive and 
uh, when we make that breakout pass, get the run, Mm -hmm. get the run going. Cause you know, they're going to be rocking and rolling on shifts. I mean, you can make that sprint. I don't think that he has quite the wheels that somebody like Swisher has and like that endurance, but I don't, I think with the way that they'll be recycling lines, It'll take that risk and mm-hmm. get a little more risky for Womack is what I'd like to see. Cause he's definitely got it defensively. He battles in the corners. He's strong on a stick yeah. and he's got a great shot. Every single one of these guys has a freaking rifle for a shot, mm-hmm. you know? So the one thing I'd like to see out of him is joining that rush. And I think that, that when he flips that switch and says, you know what, I'm representing team USA right now. Yeah. I think I'm not too worried about he'll it. He'll show up and he'll get it done. I'm not too worried about it. I think Womack's going to be do just fine there. Do we want to round it out with the uh, the staff? But yeah, that's that's what I was gonna ask you. So uh, this is he's supposed to be our head coach now, which I thought Marty was maybe head coach or Marty's operations. How exactly does this work out? It was originally announced last summer that Marty was going in the GM role, yeah. which he had for Montreal. Right. So he's in charge of recruiting and some mm-hmm. of the higher level decision making. Yep. But uh, Waterloo, Joe Giacchino, mm-hmm. he was going to be head coach. Okay. So Joe had, uh, he's taken a new job. So he's kind of had to take a step back from Waterloo deck hockey. I For think sure. he still plays. He's still active, but with his new job and responsibilities, he couldn't take on that okay. role. So they brought in uh, Kirk Schoonover from Waterloo. Who I'm not familiar with. I'm really not either. Well, they obviously have him on there for a reason, but I mean, I'm going to trust Marty and Pat and Nick and their. Well, that's what I'm, I'm a little shocked about because you think that, well, I guess Marty's probably got a dress though. Yeah. Right, Marty's got a dress, so they got to have somebody with that leadership ability. And mm-hmm. I mean, if we've seen anything from the Waterloo guys, is I think there's a huge. The thing about Waterloo deck to me right now is there's a huge disparity between bottom and top. Like their top level talent is good, is like a one plus. You know, so you got maybe not as many good players out of Waterloo as we have here in the QC. But the good ones they have are freaking gems. Yeah, they're great. And so if he's coming out of that same vein, I mean, you know, the guy's probably, he's probably smarter than heck. So, yeah, I I think that's probably, I, you you have to trust that Marty, Nick, and Pat know what they're doing there. Let's get him live. Let's get him live. You want to get him on the phone? Yeah, let's get him on the phone. All right, let's get him on the phone. That'll be for a future episode. (laughs) We're not doing that today, guys. Sorry. We're calling you out. You can never, you can never represent Team USA if you're not listening to Deck Hockey Focus. So (laughs) hopefully you hear this and we'll get you on the phone. But uh, so how long do we have? Uh, What is it? November 11th? Yep. That's when they head over there? Yep, a couple weeks. All right. So, I mean, it's it's really go time. So, hopefully, uh, they'll probably have a little downtime after the playoffs wrap up, hopefully, so they can kind of heal up. Yeah, be two, about two weeks. Okay, perfect. That's mm-hmm. all you need. That's all you need. So, uh, November November 11th? Yep, the week of November 11th. All right. So, hopefully, uh, we can get some clarification on this because I think there's still some gray areas. There you is. Know? And that kind of worries me. No, I think it'll be okay. I think with all the names on the list that we've got, we've got ourselves just one heck of a team, but... I'm I I don't like uncertainty. Yeah, but I want to know. Well, I want to know exactly what to expect. Yeah, but when you put together a team like this, one, you're not going to announce it six months in advance so everybody can see it and plan around it. But two, like you know, Nikki getting hurt, injuries are part of the game. It's yeah. going to happen. So but I think in our in our favor, pipeline, though. in our favor, a lot of these guys overlap and play together. You know, whether it's like a couple of Waterloo guys that play together, a couple of QC guys that play together, Nick and Scully that play together, and Ice, and it's like. That chemistry aspect, I think, will really help us, Mm -hmm. you know, where it might be uh, if you were to take it pure stat wise and go player for player. Yeah, I think we might be middle of the pack. But then when you get that magic out there where two guys know where each other are and you get that eyes in the back of the head kind of scenario, 
I think that's what you're going to see from Team USA. So stars and stripes, baby, look out, we're coming. <laughs> We're coming. So I think that wraps it up for another episode of Deck Hockey Focus here. Again, congratulations to the rental guys, women's championship. So we'll see how the rest of everything shakes out here uh, as well as with Team USA. But before we wrap her, what'd you learn today? I learned uh, the week of November 11th. I'm probably not going to sleep a lot with that time change. I'm going to be watching a lot of games at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's probably when the, the time frame is going to be, too. They're going to be some rough ones. They're going yeah. to have some late nights. They're going to have some definite late nights. I think my number one takeaway uh, is that the D2 Plus playoffs are they're set in stone with Irish Mafia. Well, we're going to find out tonight. I think that's an absolute lock. <laughs> lock it in. I would like to agree with you for obvious reasons, but I'm also not going to count my chickens before they hatch here either. Well, so. knock on wood. Well, that wraps <laughs> it up for another episode of Deck Hockey Focus, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We're trying to pump out some more episodes, maybe keep them a little shorter, but keep them honed in and talk about the things that you guys want to hear. Uh, so that being said, get out there in the playoffs, score some goals. <laughs>